I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. It's the hour. On today's show... Delta Pilot said he will turn this plane right around, but unlike your dad actually had some followers. Plane does too much cocaine, but can't get high. Drug smuggling cat escapes high security Sri Lankan prison. That's not a joke. That's the actual headline. Hmm. Macomb County morgue buried in scandal after penis cake shows up at office. That's also not a joke. That's the actual headline. And tourists in Italy illustrate why we can't have nice things. And... Bill English, the creator of the computer mouse, the co-creator, has died at 91 years old. I wonder if they tried opening him up and cleaning the gunk off his rollers. Uh, Yeah, the funeral director apparently right-clicked, send to, casket. It's very easy. Well, God hopefully has clicked and dragged him to heaven. Hopefully. Not the recycling. (laughs) He was laid to rest atop a bed of mouse pads. And he is survived by his Dell a scanner, a printer, and his two CRT monitors. Mm. And that really clickety-clackety keyboard. <laughs> he spent like $800 to get, buy the uh, metal ones. <laughs> no. Nah, he just had an original from like I know. an Apple <laughs> that he just couldn't part with. Right. He had like the um, had like 18 uh, dongles <laughs> to get to USB. <laughs> he had like the PS2 to, to serial and serial to whatever. I don't know. I saw My wife a guy. Had lost her dongle, and we were moving some stuff around, and the cats had knocked it under oh, the table. Those cats, uh, and it was not easy to see. And I was like, "Hey, it's your dongle." Hey, <laughs> I um, there was a guy at work um, back in the before times. He used a clickety clackety keyboard like in an open office type area. I'd have been <laughs> so mad at him for clickety clacking. But he had like four, literally four different dongles to connect to his laptop. It was crazy. But he really liked the clack, apparently. Doesn't have the so I got this um, gift in my stocking years ago that was like a multi dongle, <laughs> and it had like eight different things on it. But it was like one. It was like USB to. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I like. Might the... have been actually. It might have been a charging dongle, so oh. I could just charge anything. I like the blah, 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 blah port. Yeah, that's pretty a... versatile. Yeah. Never, you're like, oh, I, I have a blue, blue, and I need a little, little. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, Jeff, how was your week? Oh my gosh. So, um, I'm gonna be a very low energy individual for tonight's podcast. I, I got. He, he doesn't even want to be here. He doesn't. He's afraid to, uh, to debate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I had a um, this weekend. You know, we had storms come through this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And it was I pretty, like downpours yeah crazy sport almost said sports <laughs> crazy storms and downpours etc and i got a migraine headache this weekend mm. and it has not gone away yet oh and it's like uh generally my my i always love when people talk about their migraines uh that was a that was sarcasm i, I hate when people talk about their migraines but i'll do it anyway because it's, it's our show you know so normally, um, like uh, food will cause my migraine if I get one, and so I can av- avoid those types of foods. But lately, um, I've been getting them sort of at random. What, is... what kind of food causes it? Like, is it like an oyster cobbler? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> hot dog cobbler. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, no, it's like red wine causes oh, okay. them. All right, um, all right. I had it was weird. I had this. 
so there's this coffee roaster in Milan where I used to live, and uh, they were experimenting with different kinds of coffee, and they had this red wine barrel aged coffee. Mm. And I was like, that sounds interesting. Like, it sounded like, you know how you cook with red wine? It makes things, like, rich, and you get the umami and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, the coffee was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But on not top a sponsor. Of, not a sponsor. But on top of that, it also gave me a migraine. So it had oh. all the worst parts of red wine and none of the good parts. <laughs> um, and then you. just last or a few weeks ago, I had um, this Allegro coffee from Whole Foods, you know? and that, you say Allegra coffee? Alle- Allegro. Oh, oh, okay. I, I was like anti-allergen coffee. No, I think it's uh, Italian. Oh, okay. And uh, anyway, that gave me a migraine too. So the point is, normally I, I get the flashy wavy lines, you know, and then it hits. This time, no, and it's in the same spot as it was, like behind my left eye. So, have you tried adjusting your rabbit ears? Mm. <laughs> put put a little tin foil on the end of them. Might stop the little wavies. Oh, that's a good idea. I um, you got to use the tracking button. I was going to say, uh, no, but I fluffed out my little white tail. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so that's been sucking. Um, and So, I was in the bathroom uh, just, just before we started doing the podcast. I was like, I'm going to take some medicine. And I had some, for my surgery, I had some hydrocodone left over. I think hydrocodone. Um, and I had them, the two of them in my hand I was about to take. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go the opioid route. Not today, and I went the vodka route instead. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So I took some ibuprofs and drinking a vodka and club soda, you know, because it's clear. So hopefully that'll help my my body, my system, so to speak. The system is down. This, yeah, the system is definitely down. So uh, <laughs> that was it for me. Oh, um, oh shit, there was something else I forgot. God, I'll think of it. It's fine. Okay. How was your week? Uh, well, we've finished with uh, the painting project, Ooh, which finally was great. Uh, we are painting our foyer area, so as you know, that's that's a two story foyer. Yeah, it is, it's large. It, it is not easy to get up there, right. and so I had to get I had to get a uh, extension ladder from my grandma, and you know, extend it all up there and climb up with a friggin' bucket to do the trim, and then climb up again. And, uh, you know, patch any holes or weird. Because there's like a weird hole like 20 feet in the air. It's like, how the fuck did this even get here? Oh, previous owners probably. And then like they didn't caulk very well around the window. So there's like a big fucking gap between the window and the trim around, you know, the above the door. Uh, and so I had to oh. like caulk all that up. And Yeah, you cocked it up all right. Oh, geez. So that was horrible i hated it so much i don't like painting painting is not something i enjoy uh but it looks so much nicer yeah yeah probably not to anyone if anyone comes over they're like they won't notice because it was gray and now it's a different shade of gray so (laughs) so they're not going to notice but i notice and i'm like oh this paint is so much more luxurious it's very nice there'll be like a fresh newness when people come in they'll be like there's something different i don't know what it is indeed uh so now i'm moving on to um i have to paint all the doors because now they all look dingy and terrible so gotta take those off and paint them and you know we're we still haven't decided on on our bathroom uh tile issue so the tub is in but we haven't settled on what tile we're going to use around the tub so it's still just sitting there around the tub oh okay i gotcha yeah Yeah, i was thinking are you gonna use like put the wood stuff up yeah we're gonna use the edge of the 
Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you put the flooring up to the edge of the tub, but then use a different tile altogether between the floor and the tub. See what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what, yeah, that would yeah. be crazy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's moving right along. Um, still have no idea what we're doing in the fall for school. Um, we had a well, we had a meeting online for our daughter's school, and they announced that they will be starting the year 100% online. So they have have let everyone know that, so that's great. But my school, fucking no idea what we're doing. Which Uh, is interesting. Yeah, It's super helpful to like be like, all right, well, am I going to be in class doing normal-ish things, or am I going to have to do everything online? Because it's a completely different way that I have to plan ahead. Right. I wonder if this will wait, the worse it will be. Yeah. I wonder if this will be like the start of the death of the charter school up here because it's I doubt it. No. Because I feel like, okay, if you're already enrolled, let's say in Ipsy Public Schools or whatever, whatever they call them. International Academies. What is Ipsy called nowadays? Ipsy public schools. Yeah. So if you're enrolled there but like community schools. Oh yeah, yeah. And like you don't want your kid to go to Ipsy, but like if they don't have to go to a classroom, then it's fine. Well, that's what, yeah, so the the school district my daughter's going to be in, they're offering a online academy that they were planning on opening up before COVID started because people who don't want to be in the school, people who are homeschooling, like those kind of things where they want that, but they don't want to send their kid to a school. Um, They're trying to like grab people that way. Um, So I know lots of schools are now starting online academies because they were losing out to, you know, big Michigan Online Academy and all these other companies that were doing shit. So right, yeah, I saw I'll, a commercial for an online academy yeah. thing. I was like, oh, I'm, that's timely. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised it's taken them this long. I mean, there's been online academies for some time now. Like, even if they only get twenty or thirty, that's twenty or thirty kids that are now in the district, and you're getting that funding for those students. So it's crazy that it's taken them this long. Right. We should start an online academy. <laughs> And then just do not, not Discord. Read this fucking book. All <laughs> right. Well, you didn't read this book. What are you gay? And then like, because I'll nice just I'll just act like my stepdad did when when I was a kid. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so yeah, that's basically the entire week has just been a series of painting and cleaning and getting things in order. Oh well, there you so, go. Yeah, no, nothing too exciting this week. So, well, well, actually, I've been doing a lot of baking. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Why? Well, so I, I made like, a cobbler most, as as I think we mentioned. Most people baked at the beginning of the quarantine. Uh, well, most people baked bread, and now I'm into like fruit based baking. Ah, so uh-huh. I made the cobbler, and I brought you a, a bit. Uh, Very and good. then I made a second cobbler because my uncle was talking to me and he was like, oh, no, you know, wasn't what I was expecting. This is, you know, how my great grandma used to make it. Mm. And I was like, oh, and I looked up that style. And so I made that. And he said that the second one was better. He enjoyed that better. Oh, OK. So Not that the first one was bad, but. Right. So here's the thing about the first one. It was very good. Like I liked it a lot, but it wasn't like the peach cobbler that I remember. Mm-hmm. And I was going to look up a recipe. I have an old. Um, I think I've talked about it on the pod before. I've had a. Uh, cookbook that my great grandmother had my mama from tennessee <laughs> um called cooking with pioneers it has like all these old ladies recipes in it and like mm-hmm. their names are at the bottom of the recipes like oh this one was submitted by flora 
Bowker or whatever, you know? Mm. And, uh, so, um, I could see sometimes, uh, my, uh, mama would mark a recipe that she made it. And then there was a couple ones where she said, Oh, I made this on Thanksgiving of 1988. I'm like, Holy shit. <laughs> I ate that pie. <laughs> I was there. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, I was going to get a peach cobbler recipe out of there. It, and like I said, it was good. It was very well executed, you know, very well followed. And I, what's what was different between the first recipe and the second recipe? So the first recipe, uh, you put all the peaches in your pan, and then you have kind of like it's not quite a biscuit dough, mm-hmm. but you put like you put the globs of the dough on top of it. Yeah, and then it like puffs together and makes a, kind of a top crust. Yeah. Uh, the second one, you warm up some butter so you have a bunch of liquid butter in the bottom of the pan and then you have like a batter and you pour the batter right in with the butter you don't mix it you just pour it right in yeah Uh, and then you put the peach or whatever cobbler you're doing i was doing a peach cobbler uh you pour that on top of it and it like comes up around the edges and then like puffs around it that's what i yeah and and comes up in between okay so i guess that's what a lot of people think of when they think cobbler peach cobbler specifically though other cobblers, other cobblers are different. Like an apple cobbler, might be done that way, or it might be done with the stuff on the top. Like, but the peach cobbler is is I I think iconic in a way, for me anyway. Well, did you could I, you cut the peaches up or did you leave them like on big slices the second uh, time? So I made them slightly bigger than the one I gave you. Yeah. So they were bigger pieces of peach. I think I like the smaller piece, pieces of peach better, personally. Right. But uh, that's just my preference. Uh, and then I made a peach bread pudding. Ooh. With a bourbon caramel sauce. You're not allowed to say pudding after you say bread. It has to be pudding. It's bread cool. pudding. Bread it, pudding. It's bread pudding. <laughs> I, I am not a colonel from the South. <laughs> True uh, story. <laughs> so, yeah, I got this uh, nice loaf of challah from Zingerman's, not a sponsor, <laughs> and uh, mixed up a nice custard to go in it and uh, let that do its thing. And then mix in the peaches and like whipped egg whites went in together. Uh, and then you bake that whole thing. And while that's baking, I made the caramel sauce uh, on the stovetop. Yeah. Uh, and then you just pour it right on top with some ice cream. The recipe, possibly the whiskey I or the bourbon I used, was just too overpowering. And so it was like, whoo! It was like Yosemite Sam or something. He was like, owie! <laughs> uh, so tonight I made a second batch without whiskey, and I mixed both of them together so that it toned it down a bit. Okay. That's cool. But it's friggin' delicious. So... <laughs> I was just thinking if Yosemite Sam had a migraine like I do, he'd be like, oh, you rootin' tootin' varmint. I hate that migraine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He'd lose his accent and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you have some ideas of what uh, Yosemite Sam might have to say, uh, send us an email at thehourpod at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Or you can tweet us at the hour pod love it hey also we mentioned our websites last week <laughs> uh i think you, we're you gonna visit us on a, at a hotpotus.org <laughs> yeah or it's the i think we're gonna get that up and running i'm pretty sure 
Oh, are we? Yeah. It's maybe it'll be like our YouTube where we just never did. <laughs> well, I think we we did create one. We just decided not to go that route due to recommendations from some things that we read. Right. I, so. Plus, I can't be bothered to upload things twice. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's too much. Too much. Too much. Way, way too much. Okay. Well, oh, Instagram relevant two underscores uh, username. Yep. Well, we got some updates. Hooray. Uh, last week, we did our final joke story yeah, about the history seats from China. Like an hour and 55 minutes long episode or whatever that was, right? <laughs> yes. In our last du- double feature, <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we, we talked about that there were these mystery seeds from China. Uh, well, some Americans have been planting them because oh, they didn't hear the warning. Uh, four such Americans have come forward. Tiffany Lowry of Kentucky. Uh, she thought the seeds had been sent from her planting club. Okay. Uh, Patricia Smith of Texas thought the seeds were a gift. Uh, Shelly Alcoin of Louisiana said that she had uh, bought some seeds online and thought that those were the seeds that she had ordered. Oh. Uh, okay. And then fin- finally, Doyle Crenshaw of Arkansas said... We brought them down here and plant them seeds just to see what would happen. Every two weeks, I come out and put some miracle grow on it. They just start growing like crazy. <laughs> miracle grow. He found that they produced orange flowers and white fruit like a squash plant. Did he eat them? It did not say. Oh. Uh, the USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service said uh, seeds for planting pose. A significant risk for U.S. agriculture and natural resources because they can carry seed-borne viruses or other diseases. So as long as the seeds are wearing a mask and space six (laughs) feet apart, you're okay. Yeah, that's good. We're going to... It's going to... They're going to school anyway. It's going to be a disease that wipes out all of our melons and melons and squash and stuff. Only the stupid ones. No... (laughs) I should go over and put some uh, some masks on my zucchini right now. <laughs> a little mask on each of the flowers. Yep. You know, maybe that's what took out. I I had a. Uh, I was just over there this week getting another like fifteen pounds of zucchini, <laughs> and uh, there's some sort of like fungus or mold or something that was hitting. Like I had a watermelon that was covered in it. And I had to like take it off and get it out of there and i had uh a butternut squash that that happened with and so i had a whole bunch of those things i had to get rid of it i'm side note very excited because for once my pumpkins are actually pumpkiny oh i've got at least four nice sized pumpkins already good about the size of a small watermelon <laughs> how so, big is a small watermelon uh you know the size of a medium pumpkin Lovely. That's a Instagram inside joke there. Uh, we have some corrections. Oh, oh, good. Uh, Go on. In episode 105, vaginal tightening pills. Mm, my favorite uh, episode. I was talking about how I got Dragon Quest free with a subscription to Nin- Nintendo Power back in 1990. Uh, in fact, it was Dragon Warrior, oh. not Dragon Quest. However, there's a correction to that. That in fact, it was the same game. Dragon Quest was the name in Japan. And they changed the name to Dragon Warrior when it was released in Western countries because D&D publishers held the rights to the Dragon Quest name. D&D Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. Those guys? So they they had trademarked Dragon Quest 
And so they couldn't call it Dragon Quest. They had to rename it in America, and it became known as Dragon Warrior. Oh, it's not like Double Dragon, though. No, 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 no. That no. one was different. No, that that's more crossfire-y. Right, yeah. Crossfire! <laughs> Actually, the, as I was doing the research on that, I found there was like this whole big thing about how this was supposed to start games like that, like the RPG kind of games. Oh, yeah. And it didn't yeah. do well because it was actually an older game from like 1986. Oh. And it hadn't been released here. And so it had like older graphics. And so it didn't take off the way they expected. And so part of the reason they were giving it away is because they're like, we have all these copies. Give them away. Back then, they didn't know that better graphics were preferable i think maybe they were just like i don't know, I don't know what the, the difference Here, it's all 8-bit right yeah here's the thing i played that and i don't think it was all that different than the other games that i was playing at the time I got, like they I, had Mega Man 2 out at that point and that was so much better i was like i mean it's a different type of game so i guess yeah so. i never liked those turn-based games <laughs> like final you fantasy mean, and stuff i just i just couldn't get Eh, shut your face. I, I didn't. I'm not saying you shouldn't like them. I'm not saying they were bad. I just never liked them myself. You know? Boy, I wish this vodka would start working faster. <laughs> <laughs> so I've added a section. So we've got our oh. updates and our corrections. What but I've fun? added. I've added a section for listener feedback. You didn't. You didn't. Uh, you didn't consult me about this. I didn't because we had two listener feedback things that uh, I needed to address. Oh. Uh, so I believe last week we were talking about people who actually listen to every single episode. Yeah, and yeah. Made a ju- we said basically it was like me and my wife. Well, our listener, Danny, contacted us to let us know he is part of the Every Episode Club. Oh. He's listened to every single episode. He's one of our earliest and biggest fans. Uh, he actually, I believe, also has one of our Carl Dandleton uh, wristbands <laughs> that we got back from the Carl Dandleton episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're an every listener, let us know. We'll send you one. You can be a uh, Carl Dandleton. What would Carl fight. Dandleton do? What would he do? Yeah. He, he would listen to every episode. So and, there's at least three people. And he has. He actually listened to them all at the same time. Do you hear about that? He listens to them three, uh, three times so that he can listen to them, understand them, and then enjoy them. Uh, oh, oh, wow. That's poetic. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. So we have at least three... Every episode listeners, if you are an every episode listener, send us an email, let us know, and we'll uh we'll make a correction, give us some feedback here. The hour uh, at gmail.com or text Jason to his personal phone. Yeah. Or tweet us or leave a thing on Facebook. I know there's some people who like, you know, comment sometimes on our Facebook stuff. Maybe they are every time listeners too. Maybe they are. So. Uh also, uh my wife Becky said as she was listening to episode one oh four, S Town Beef. Uh, and we were discussing population declines, and she said I was being a complete dick. <laughs> okay. She said I went from, like, zero to really snarky and, and like, rude. And in my defense, uh, we were actually talking about that offline before we were recording. Uh, and so we had been kind of arguing about it before we even got started. Oh, okay. And so, like, to the listeners as they're listening, it sounds like we went straight from, like, this to that. It was because we've already been arguing. But either way, I apologize, Jeff, for being a dick in episode 104. Okay, no problem. I don't even remember you being a dick in that episode. <laughs> uh, what is um, what is funny, though, is it's all an act for me. 
uh, we've discussed this <laughs> we've discussed this before <laughs> i i don't argue things like if someone feels really passionately about something i'm not going to change their mind so i'm not going to talk to them about it so as soon as i say something to someone's like yeah blah 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 i disagree i'm like mm, yeah that's fine your opinion Me- your opinion matters but for the podcast meanwhile, meanwhile i will fight you yeah <laughs> right Meanwhile, for the podcast, I I am intentionally I, I I'll intentionally poke you a little bit because I know that I can get you going, um, and then because you know I will fight you, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. And it's all it's all in good fun, of course. Indeed, yes. On the podcast, yeah. if you were a dick in real life, I'd tell you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's because you'd probably be like, "Hey, hey, <laughs> what's that sticking out of your arm?" Hmm. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! We're not doing it's a that. Lodge. <laughs> uh, you just gave a you know your foreshadowing for uh, your for, foreskin shadowing for next week. <laughs> for next week, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, I guess we should move on. Let's let's, let's get go. this thing off the ground. Let's get it rolling down the runway. Speaking of, mm. Delta's flight twelve twenty seven was about to take off from Detroit. Right here. Yeah. Detroit Metro Airport. On its way to Atlanta, where oh. you used to live. I could have been on this flight. You could have been on this flight. Uh, you know, I've been to the Atlanta airport once uh, back in 1999. And they had trams in between the different, uh, what do they call those things? Uh, concourses. Yeah, Terminals. concourses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember trams, having like to a get train. A, yeah, you got in a little train. It was, zzz. I mean, we've got a train in the Detroit airport, but it's just like, Right there, it's like above the hall and goes to one end and the other. Right. I mean, it's not that big of an airport. Just, but Atlanta is know, that I don't big know of an airport. The, I don't know why the tram. Yeah, and I feel like the there are separate. Like I'm not sure that you can walk between them. You can because I have because I was super hmm. early for a flight one time and I walked and the whole way where the tram is where there isn't um I forget what they call the tram but it's it's something else but anyway. Uh, in between where there aren't terminals is like an art museum kind of like you go oh. past this whole like well-lit um like african art museum or art exhibit it's got like paintings and um statues and stuff and oh, that's uh, really cool yeah it's really cool it's like there's music playing and stuff it's actually very neat <laughs> oh we have it's a fucking like brookstone and a <laughs> Max and Irma's. A Brookstone and a mouse feasting on like an old Sabaro crust or something. <laughs> no, no. The McNamara terminal is very nice. That's true, yeah. Got a fountain. Ooh. And who the fuck is Max McNamara? and Irma's? Uh so I'm not sure which McNamara it's named after. I'm not sure if it's named after the McNamara who I believe was Secretary of State under like Johnson or something like that. Okay. I don't know, 60s, 70s, somewhere in there, there was oh. a McNamara. Um, All right. I'm not sure if he was from Michigan. It might be a different McNamara. I don't know. I'm sure I'll put it in the corrections for next week, or I will Good. forget. Uh, anyway, the flight was about to take off from Detroit to Atlanta, but it turned back oh, and no. went to the gate to eject two passengers after they refused to wear masks on board. Oh, that's a real shame. You know, I assume they had like a baseball umpire since they haven't been, or is baseball back now? It's back now, yeah. Oh, oh well, I, I assume that they were just trying to find jobs for these people, and so he was just sitting there. He was like, "You're out of here. <laughs> You're gone." The flight uh, was like pulling down her hat and touching her ear and touching her nose and pulling her. <laughs> That's funny. I I thought maybe they should have just like taken flight and then kicked them out the door, 
you know? <laughs> because if they won't wear masks, they don't need parachutes, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a parachute is just a protection device. Right. Gravity's fake news, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the other thing I was going to talk about. Do you see this Trump interview thing on Axiom oh, or whatever? Uh, Axios, yeah. Axios, yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw, So I saw the bit where he was going on about how America was the best. And the reporter was like, oh, so you're talking as like a percentage of of cases. I'm talking about as a per capita thing. And he's like, you can't do that. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, you fucking can do that. Yeah. That's actually the better way to kind of judge this. Like, that's the only way you can really compare different size countries to look at a per capita basis. Right. So, look at the deaths. Was, the deaths per capita. And Trump's like, oh, we, we've tested more people, blah, blah, blah. And the interview did a good job. The interviewer did a good job of saying, like, no, 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 nobody's – you did a good job at um, testing. Nobody's tested more than you. I'm not debating that. You you yeah. have. Good job. But people are dying. <laughs> yeah. It was like if, if death rates weren't up and hospitalizations weren't up, I'd say good job. You did a great job. Uh, but that's not the case. Right. Big fucking dumb. So I was, like, watching it, and the first thing that came to mind was, like, I feel like if I were a reporter 10 years ago, and I didn't I was like, oh, I'm going to interview the president. And I stepped in and that's the interview I got. I think I was being pumped. Like I'd be like looking around for the like which camera like is Ashton Kutcher going to come out here? What's, right. what's going on? And it's just insanity that this is real life. It's and I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched that one clip and then I kind of like got transcripts and other clips throughout the day of the more crazy things he said in different places. And it's just like. Good God! Right, uh, there are like already parody videos going around. There's one, there's one I saw where it's just Trump arguing with himself. And he's like, <laughs> he's like handing those charts back and forth to himself. <laughs> Here, look what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, punked was almost twenty years ago. Was it? Two thousand three, not ten. Oh Jesus Christ! I think well, they had, they had already rebooted okay. punked with another host by two okay. two thousand ten. <laughs> First of all, we all know that 1997 was like 10 years ago. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what we all know. So Delta, uh, so back to the uh, thing. Delta customers and employees are required to wear a face mask or appropriate cloth face covering over the nose and mouth throughout their travel, which aligns with best uh, practice guidelines from the CDC. I don't, I just, I don't know. I guess they're also doing a thing where when you reserve your seat, they don't put anyone next to you. That's nice. So like. Those seats are undone. Like, can't can't buy that seat. That seat is done. <laughs> do they do the classy like uh, blue tape on it or something? <laughs> Masking tape. Yes, that is that is how they do it. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, the whole anti-masker thing. I just, you know, I don't fucking get it. I, you've you've taken. I don't know. We talked about it already. It's fine. I mean, it's. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> it's the progression so of people who refuse to accept expertise, refuse to accept science, refuse to accept that anyone might. I mean, it, it started with simple things like people making arguments. Well, that's just my opinion. Well, your opinion doesn't matter, you dumb dumb. Like, you don't get to have an opinion on whether or not the earth is round. Like, well, it is. Apparently that's As Trump too. says, it is what it is. <laughs> So Delta also announced passengers who claim they are unable to wear masks due to a health condition must be medically cleared at the airport. Here's the thing with that, okay? 
Show so, me your doctor's note. Show me your doctor's note. If you're if you if you can't wear a mask because of, because of a health condition on a plane, then don't fly, bro. Just yeah, drive. You shouldn't be on a plane. Yeah. You shouldn't be out in public. Right. Stay home. You're right. gonna die. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, uh well the day before this all happened, the CEO of Delta, Ed Bastian, told NBC's Today Show that the airline would bar people from the airline for life if they refused to wear mask cover, uh, face coverings aboard flights. Wow. So you know, I they... was, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was getting an email from Ed Bastian, the Delta CEO, every week. Were you? Yeah. I mean, I was getting an email from every fucking place I've ever ordered from to let me know what they're doing about I'm like, I don't give a shit. Right, right. Just like, leave me alone, Target. Yeah. If I want to know, I'll come ask. It's like the emails you get from every company ever. Like, oh, we're updating on terms and conditions. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Stop sending uh, me these. Yeah. Like, thank you for sending me this where it tells me I have absolutely no rights whatsoever. Because if I use your service, then I agree that you get to do whatever you want. Right. Like, there's there's no option for me here. It's like, what am I going to do? Here are all the ways we're going to screw you. You're just notifying me. <laughs> right. Notification of advanced We're advanced gonna fuck notification you this way. Scroll. We're gonna fuck you that way. We're gonna fuck you every which way. <laughs> you cannot board a Delta plane unless you have a mask on. If you board the plane and you insist on not wearing a mask, we will insist you don't fly with Delta in the future. That's wonderful. You know what? So, they they can have Trump can ha- he had his own airline for a while. Why doesn't he just yeah. do that again? With planes and stuff, and they can all fly, and with their no masks and not wearing seatbelts, and yeah, not, if you don't care about down. safety, if you don't care about safety, go back and fly in Spirit. And <laughs> not putting their tray tables up, you know. Spirit won't be the only thing you're going to catch. You'll you'll catch it, and then you'll become a spirit. That's what. <laughs> that's the good news is spirit. you're not going to you're not going to die of COVID because the plane's going to crash. <laughs> spirit, not a sponsor. <laughs> Delta also not a sponsor, but I love Delta. So yeah, and well, Spirit's like the city bus of the skies, <laughs> and Delta is like I don't know, driving in a in a Ford. Maybe it's not the best, but you know, you deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing is the best. All all the airlines are basically the same. Right? Isn't there a luxury airline just for rich people? Oh, it's called their yeah, it's own, called a private jet. A private jet. That's right. God yeah. damn it. And they, although they're not wearing masks on there. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Uh, Bastian added that Delta has already banned more than 100 people from flying because of their refusal to wear masks. But the airline did not say if these two uh, Nimrods had been added to such list. I wonder how much it costs to take off and then turn around and land. Like how much did that cost Delta to have to do I'm- that? I'm not sure that they actually made it to take off. It sounded oh, like okay. they were taxiing and they weren't complying, so they went back to the gate. Got it. Okay. Because so, um, I'm sure that would be pretty expensive to you have to use all that fuel to get up in the air. Yeah. So, so the shitty thing is they're already in the airplane. Maybe they had masks yeah. on when they boarded and they took them off. They, uh, probably like, well, we're here yeah. now. You can't, you can't kick us off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's try. Rise, bitches. Don't make me come back there. The pilot said, <laughs> <laughs> "This is your captain speaking. Uh, I will kick your ass." I, well, okay. So I think of myself as an INFP, as I am <laughs> from the Myers Briggs, and I 
So I wonder, like, would I say something to the people like, just wear a fucking mask, dude. I'm trying to get to Atlanta. <laughs> well, no one's in a rush to get to Atlanta. <laughs> They're only in a rush to get out. <laughs> That's not true. Atlanta's a nice place, except for when it's summertime. <laughs> uh, oh, I right. mean, at least at least the plane made it off the ground. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. A Cessna aircraft, which was stuffed with more than 500 kilos, or about 1,100 pounds, of cocaine, went down while it attempted to leave a remote airstrip in Papua New Guinea. Oh, no. The overloaded plane was headed to Australia and exposed a Melbourne-based crime syndicate and leading to the arrest of five men with alleged links to the Italian mafia. Wow, this is... There's so much in that sentence, right? International intrigue. This fucking plane crashed because you put too much drugs on it, and that uncovered an entire crime ring linked to the mafia. It's crazy. Right. I'll bet somebody's getting fired from the syndicate, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, the total value of the recovered cocaine was estimated to be around 80 million Australian dollars, which is 57 uh, freedom bucks. Yeah. Uh, and a number of assets were seized by police uh, related to the people who were arrested at an estimated value of 3.5 million Australian dollars or two and a half million freedom bucks. See, this is this is a real problem because they already lost their operative in the Detroit River. <laughs> they did the submarine, <laughs> and now they lost their plane to oh, get to. No. They, they're going to have someone someone else is moving in. All they've Not got left it. is trains and automobiles, and what if they wreck one of those? I mean, how many people still use trains? You can't get a train from Papua New Guinea to Australia. Here's, except in what was it? Uh, hot shots. I don't remember that. That was that hot is... shots part two. Is like we were supposed to take the train to Hawaii that night. Oh, I I've it's been a such a long time since I've seen it. That's funny though. <laughs> so uh, here's the thing: I would ride Amtrak if it was cheaper than an airplane, but it's the same price. So why the fuck am I going to take? I, I would say that twenty the times as long to get isn't there. Necessarily, like to get to Chicago, it's cheaper to take the train than to take a plane. Wrong, absolutely wrong. I looked it up. Absolutely not wrong. You're wrong. It's like a hundred dollars. Don't be a dick, or your wife will yell at you. I don't care. She's yelling at me. <laughs> She's gonna yell at me anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna cost you more than a hundred dollars just getting to and from the airport in Chicago. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, the bigger problem is it's just not reliable and fast enough. And like it's supposed to be. No, you said it was too expensive. And it's not fast enough. You didn't say that. <laughs> I said, okay. Anyway, that, no, <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do that. I what I said was, I, I almost okay anyway. Do you like I would do in real life? But this is the podcast, so I'm going to keep arguing. What I said <laughs> was, if it didn't cost the same and take like 20 times as long to get there, or whatever I said. Oh, oh yes, yes. I did mention uh, the time. You just weren't fucking listening, Jason. Anyway, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> no, it's true. Like we took the trains when we were in Europe and it was fantastic. They were fast. They were clean. They were cheap. It was very nice. I wonder if they still uh, are operating the South Shore line um, in like uh, Indiana and Illinois. Because we did that a couple of times instead of like parking at the airport. Or, I'm sorry, parking in the city. We would park at the um, the South Shore Line train station in, I think, Michigan City, Indiana, mm-hmm. and get on yeah, the and train. And just take it in. And the train was like $13 a person. It was insanely cheap. Yeah, and uh, we we would take the train in. And it was it took a while, but it was worth 
it was worth saving like a hundred dollars, whatever. Yeah, um, parking is ridiculous in cities. It really, yeah, it really is, and for like good reason. Sixty dollars a night or something. Come yeah, on. like what the hell do you need a car for? A car for in the city? I'm already paying for this hotel room. You telling me you can't throw in the parking? Right. You couldn't have dug down a couple more stories and put underground parking there. Really? They did. It's in there. It's in their fucking building. And you still have to pay for it. That's and I still have to pay for. Yeah. That in, should be included in my rate. In Las Vegas, where of course they have no shortage of land, <laughs> um, they you don't have to pay for parking in the hotels. I remember. Yeah, you just go and park. It's nice. Yeah. Same as uh, same as the um, in Detroit, the casinos in Detroit. You can just park in their garages, and they don't check. And apparently, if you're going to a sporting event, which they don't have those anymore, but if you did, you just park at the casino and take an Uber to your sport, like the arena or whatever, or your concert or whatever you're going to, and it's like, like half the cost of parking at the, at like um, Little Caesars Arena or whatever. Interesting. Yeah, boy, this is riveting information. I know. Fantastic. <laughs> Can you park your Cessna? Um, do, they, do they have airplane parking? I'm not sure. Well, Australian federal police said greed played a significant part in the syndicate's activities, and they added, we cannot rule out that the weight of the cocaine had an impact on the plane's ability to take off. Yeah. That or the fat guy in the front was flying the plane. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's uh, like the Seinfeld episode where Kramer and Newman, um, they try to do a scam on uh, the... Uh, bottle return, the ten cent bottle return. Oh in Michigan. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they try to drive a, a mail truck uh, from New York City to, I think they're going to Saginaw or something, and uh, they they're being slowed down because Newman is too fat. <laughs> so Kramer goes, "Hey, is that a pie stand I just saw?" <laughs> uh, well, five suspects aged thirty one, thirty six, thirty one, thirty three, and sixty one which is also your keynote numbers for tonight, uh, were arrested in Queensland and Victoria and have been charged with conspiring to import over 500 kilograms of cocaine and a number of related offenses. Is 61 the Powerball? It is. Good, good. <laughs> the pilot was also arrested after surrendering himself to police. That's, I guess that's I, good to know. I think the 61 is saggy balls. Is, is that what the 61 is? Yeah, definitely saggy balls. Yeah. Authorities said the plane had flown to Papua New Guinea from a small town in Mara, Maribi, Mariba, sorry, in far north Queensland, flying about 3,000 feet to avoid detection by radar. Radar. Well, radar. Good. I mean, that's they should be careful. That's, that's low enough a great white shark could jump up and get them. Yeah, well, they... <laughs> that's why they have to fly it and not drive it because they'll just die immediately. Yeah, they should have taken the train. They should have taken the train. Too bad they don't have Amtrak there. <laughs> they could spend the same amount as they paid for the plane. Probably be called like Awtrack. Awtrack. Crikey track. <laughs> uh, in New Mexico, I think it's in Santa Fe. They have a, a train. The train system is called the Roadrunner, <laughs> which is cute because they have actually actual Roadrunners over there. Nice. So, yeah, nice. so they could call it the Croc Express or something. The the Huntsman Spider Rails. <laughs> okay. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I've so done? We had some, uh, it's the hour advice. Travel, we thought we'd do some air travel questions. I'm so sorry. So, 
Can you start again? Because I told you to start and it wasn't over. You could just go ahead. Just right now? Yeah. You sure? All all of it all of this is staying in the podcast. <sighs> you were talking and there was loud music over you. So you should say it again. We're doing air travel questions. <laughs> I'm sorry, could you start just kidding? <laughs> Hey, that's my first guffaw of the whole episode. <laughs> Wonderful. Jeff, yes. This is my first trip via plane. Oh. Need some tips? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could probably use some tips. Um, Jason, flying Southwest Airlines, recommended or not, of course, after the pandemic is under control. Uh not. Jeff, should first class passengers be held up by coach people? Oh my god. How elitist. <laughs> you, well, that's the problem. I was okay. I always thought it was weird that the first class passengers board first so they can get in, get in and get settled because then they have like the scum of the earth walking past them, you know, and they all, you know, all of us coach well, people all stink. And I mean, it depends on what kind of flight you're on. Number of planes uh, you go in and first class is to your left and the, the unwashed masses mm. go to the right. That's true. Oh, this second drink is very strong. Wow. Yeah, yeah uh, that's true. But I, like, shouldn't you just be able to sit out in the terminal for as long as you want, and then you just board as soon as the plane starts to take off? It's not that comfy in a plane anyway. <laughs> but you feel like you're going somewhere. It's like being stuck in, in a traffic jam versus like taking the long way around. It might not be any faster, but you feel like it's faster because you're moving. Do you remember back in the day when McDonald's started having their face-to-face ordering? Oh, God, that was horrible. So, so people thought it was horrible. I don't, I don't think their, their timing, their times went any worse. It just seemed like we, you waited longer. And I swear I that's know. why I they felt have, like I I felt like I waited longer. It, and I I feel like that's why they have like the one window where you pay, and then the next window where you get your food because it's going to take the same amount of time. It's just it feels like you're moving. I feel like I feel like faster. at that point they had three windows for a while. And right. The first you ordered, the second you paid, and the third you picked up. Yeah, which that seems very inefficient. Yeah, I, so it's the perception of it, I think, and not the actual timing of it. Mm. Because I think it was the same amount of time. Um, it's like um, one of them, one of the, I think it was McDonald's or something. One of those fast food places had a third pounder and a quarter pounder. Mm, the third yeah, pounder yeah. was more money because it's more meat, but then people never ordered it because they thought it was less meat because it was a third instead of a fourth. Yeah. It's all about perception, bro. Four. Yeah. So what was the question? Should you fly Southwest? Probably not. It doesn't even have first class. <laughs> no, it was should first class passengers be held up by coach people? Oh, right. No, no, you're absolutely right. They shouldn't be. You're right. They should be on a separate coach plane with propellers. Right. And then <laughs> so, so they understand <laughs> their their lowliness. They don't even get modern jets. There's only one co pilot. There's only one pilot because they can't afford a co pilot. <laughs> and they always have to make sure there's not too much cocaine on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, am I next? Yes. Jason. Um oh. How can I entertain a one year old baby on a plane and during the layover? 
Uh, well, you're probably going to want to start with an opening act, maybe a band that's a little less popular than you or a comedian or something like that. Uh, I go into your like, you know, well-known hits to kind of get, get the crowd going, maybe sparse, spar, uh, sprinkle in a few newer things in there. But, you know, uh, I think those kind of things will keep those babies entertained. You got to play the hits. You yeah. know? Jeff, will the portable DVD players work on airplanes? Hold on. We have to go back. You should only fly with a baby if it's an extreme emergency. <laughs> I know that's I I have I got a kid and it sounds so shitty, but it's just the the baby does not understand why its ears hurt. It will cry. It's going to be uncomfortable on the plane. You're gonna it's gonna be sucky for you because your kid's crying and it's gonna be shitty for everybody around you because your kid's crying and it's just it's bad for everybody. It's it's actually I, I've always just been like, Oh, the parents are like, um, selfish taking their kid on a plane i've always in my humble opinion um but then i i realized oh it's shitty for the kid too I'm like what the fuck man i mean there's some places you can't really like i can't drive to los angeles right so then don't go to los angeles if you have a baby you might have to go to los angeles well that's that's the extreme emergency i was talking about i mean it's not an extreme emergency maybe that's like thanksgiving that's not an emergency it's no it's not together the, your, so, your relatives in los angeles should come to you in that case uh you've that's got ridiculous. the baby that's ridiculous i think you're ridiculous you know here's here's the thing uh <laughs> you should just be sitting you it, when you're in first class they pull that curtain it's amazingly soundproof it is isn't it? it they pull it over like there was a whole big emergency or something going on in the back of the plane i had no idea oh wow yeah so what you what you should do is you should take that baby and buy a first class ticket for it then you will have a wonderful ride <laughs> and all those rich fuckers in first class can fuck off. So that's great. If you in have fact, a baby, you get automatically upgraded to first class. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think all babies should be moved to Jeff Bezos's plane. Oh yeah, wherever he goes, it has like eighteen babies on the plane with him. I thought they should just store him in the kennels below with the dogs and cats and stuff, <laughs> and and the caskets. <laughs> Jeff, will portable DVD players work on airplanes? Uh, well, if they still work, sure. Uh, I don't know exactly what a DVD is, um, but yeah, I think it's a piece of old technology. What about cassette Walkman? Mm, what about what a computer kind of mouse? Mm. I mean, remember when they didn't have the touchpads and they had that little like red button? In between, like, four keys that worked as your mouse. Yeah, the little uh, IBM clitoris. Fuck, yeah. Fuck that thing. Fuck <laughs> they that still thing. put those on ThinkPads. They're what? still there. Jesus Christ. They must just think, I don't care. It, it doesn't that's cost because us there's any a bunch of boomers who learned how to use that, and they can't use anything else, so that's what they're still that's doing. exactly right. And yet they of... still can't find their wife's clitoris, am I right, ladies? <laughs> well, maybe she should paint it red. If you're doing it all wrong, it'll end up red anyway. Uh, <laughs> Jason, uh, will airline seats be continuing on having the middle seat be empty even after the pandemic is over? No. In fuck? fact, they're gonna add, they're gonna add two middle seats. Right. Uh, they're gonna take away three inches from every seat so they can have one more middle seat. So there's four people there so they can make up the money. I read a while ago that Spirit is actually was testing uh, like half standing seats. So they yeah, can like put the, you in even tighter. Yeah, basically it'd be like the uh what was that? The Mantis roller coaster at Cedar Point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Strap in, little bars come down and stand for 
fucking hour or the two. The bars come down, and then that seat propels right into your taint. And then you just have something pushing on your taint the entire ride. Does that count as Mile High Club? <laughs> Only if it goes up your butt. Uh, Jason, <laughs> oh, I'm Zach. You're next. Sorry. Oh, am I? I think so. Didn't I do the uh, portable DVD players? I just did the airline. Oh seats. no, you did the airline. Yeah, you're yeah, right. bro. Gosh, uh... we're so coordinated. We should have like <laughs> we should have like one of those little uh, the chess timers, you know. So after <laughs> I ask, I could ask a question, I tap it, and then you know it's your turn. Jeff, why don't U.S. airports allow you to go outside? <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad question. I mean, I understand the planes and whatever, but like they, you know, when they design, they should what, have an outdoor terrace or something. They should have like a little oasis, a little breathe in some of that fresh jet exhaust. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, bro, that'd you know, be good. You know, when we were when we arrived in Rome and when we were flying out of paris both of those airports to get to the plane we had to literally go outside and like walk up a stairway on the side of the plane oh i've done that before i did that uh flying from dallas to detroit we laid over in minneapolis we had gone down there for uh christmas so you on it a was heller like, plane was it was small the minneapolis to detroit plane was very small so um uh, it was like 75 or 80 when we left Dallas, and so we had no jackets or anything. And then we had to get out of the plane, get our luggage, and then go to the other plane and walk up the stairs outside. It was freezing. <laughs> Literally <laughs> freezing. It was dumb. But I didn't smell any jet exhaust, I don't think. I, they should have like a little Delta or, uh, you know, Detroit Metro, whoever the fuck is listening. Just, you know, put a little Oasis out there. And then the people can go out and smoke and stuff and spread their coronavirus to each other outside agreed yeah am i next <laughs> I, yes, uh, okay I jason so. um uh-huh. beep bop can someone find out if i buy an airplane ticket i mean the airline's going to find out someone can but i think they're probably asking like could can their mom or dad find out i don't think oh. so Unless they have like a, that's that seems like it, it would be. This is a new guy who's like, I'm gonna cheat on my wife. Oh, Can she find out. <laughs> okay, in Jeff, that case, I'm going to yeah. travel to Florida from Florida to New York by plane. Ooh. what will happen if I do? <laughs> well, you may or may not get to New York. Um, you may or may not live uh, the next couple weeks. Um. But uh, I can tell you what will happen. You'll get half a can of Coca-Cola. <laughs> uh, Jason, can I buy my minor friend a plane ticket? I mean, it might freak them out because they're used to being underground. <laughs> and so being that high over over the earth might be a little scary. So, you know, just be sure you pull down that, that shade before takeoff. Uh, Jeff, when can I fly after ingrown toenail surgery? <laughs> I think you can fly immediately after. And I've had this surgery and it's actually, it's outpatient. Um, you just go to the podiatrist, they cut that shit out and then you, know, you fly like within a couple hours, I assume. As long as so nobody steps on your little toe. I could wear shoes after it, actually. It was crazy. Um, Jason, what is the cheapest way to travel? We just found out it's not Amtrak. It's walking. Jeff, can you bring weed bowls into the airport? Can we go back up for a second? So, um, 
They said, I have to leave for West Pennsylvania to Virginia just to be at one wedding on December 19th. And after that, I will leave to Virginia to go to Florida. And then they said for Christmas, but then they put Chris in blue <laughs> and then t- Tomas in, in, oh no, Chris is in red and Tomas is in blue. It's like they wanted to highlight Christ in Christmas, but they did it wrong. So that's like Chris. Uh, on my screen, it's showing red and green, not red and blue. That's interesting. You're seeing. Whoa, whoa. Santa. Oh, fucking Santa Claus just popped up when I clicked on it. Whoa. Yahoo answers. A little too much there, bud. A little. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, anyway, so, Jeff, so can, can I you bring, bring my bowls? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, it depends on if they're made of like um, um, ragweed or uh, maybe like dandelion, but I think you shouldn't have a problem. Don't bring milkweed. There's going to be fucking butterflies everywhere. All right, listen to this. You hear it? I actually don't this time. What the fuck? I'll turn the sound up on my mic. It's the uh, outside. My, my oh. sliding door is open. It's a beautiful oh. late late summer night. Oh, yes. It's a delightful night. Delightful and delicious. Did it's you... Nice 64 degrees out right now. Yeah. Did you know that uh, when the crickets are chirping outside, you can mm-hmm. tell, uh, you can determine the temperature based on how many times the crickets chirp in 60 seconds. Oh, so so it's 64 degrees out. How many times are they chirping? Well, they're doing the full chirp. Here's the thing. Okay, so this is from uh, the Library of Congress website, LLC.gov. Um, the frequency of chirping varies according to temperature. To get a rough estimate of the temperature in degrees Fahrenheit, count the number of chirps in 15 seconds and then add 37. The number you get will be an approximation of the outside temperature. It's pretty neat. Um, Interesting. So if you did it now, <laughs> they're chirping a million. And then plus 37. It's a million 37 degrees outside. No, I so I think if it gets us past a certain temperature, you don't hear them chirp, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. If it's too hot. Like maybe if it's above a certain, I don't know. Um, but right now the, the crickets are just going, ah! Right, that hurt my head. That was not worth I, it. I assumed it. I assumed that it was more of a ah, because the weather's nice. Oh yeah, ah, Allegra. <laughs> what was that B Nasonex? Do they still make that? Nace? Ooh, I don't know. The B? Yeah, it was like Antonio Banderas. It was like <laughs> it was like the equivalent of Claritin and uh, Allegra, except it was like a nasal spray. <laughs> Try new Nasonex. This reminds me of the uh, the Keenan um, on SNL on Weekend Update. He's like some baseball player, I think. Oh, when he plays uh, Poppy from uh, Red Sox? Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you have the <laughs> stuffed up nose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing uh, David Ortiz. I yeah, think. yeah. David Ortiz. <laughs> we have the cacahuates. <laughs> we have the mofongo. I think mofongo is fake. And I think they came up with it. This is my theory, my fan theory. They came up with it like, where did my phone go? Where did my phone go? My phone go. We have the my phone go. <laughs> uh, That's all I've got. I think the B was Antonio Banderas. No, I think that was Jerry Seinfeld, actually. Yeah. Well, speaking of animals. Yeah. 
a cat what de- detained while smuggling drugs to inmates at Sri Lanka's high security Wellikada prison scampered out of his holding room and escaped through a fence when the prison guards came to feed him. Uh, incidentally, I think that's also a plot point in the Disney film Homeward Bound. <laughs> Run, so, sassy! <laughs> Cats rule, dogs drool. Uh, so a cat... Okay, let me wrap my mind around this. A cat was detained while sm- mm-hmm. the cat was smuggling drugs? Yes. Yes, he was like... Like he was the mastermind? He was like, those were not my drugs. I was just holding them for someone else. <laughs> They fell out while he was trying to get to his nays necks. <laughs> the criminal cat was detained last week with two grams of heroin, two SIM cards. Yeah, for his phones. <laughs> and a memory chip hidden in a plastic bag tied to its collar. I'm guessing that's better than the cat's prison pocket. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not big enough. <laughs> uh, I assume that the cat got in disguised as a cake that Ma Beagle sent to the Beagle Boys. I don't understand always, the reference. Those always got through. It's a it's a DuckTales. <laughs> DuckTales? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I tried watching DuckTales with the kid this week. She hated it. But the new ones? Yeah. The old ones. She goes, this is boring, the new ones. This is boring. She doesn't like anything that's not a YouTuber. And I, man, Jason, I she, hate She these. doesn't seem to like anything that's good. I, I know. I hate these YouTubers. They're horrible. It's just, it's so, there's this new one that she's watching that is, like, these people, and it's, like, very they're using a very good camera and like good lighting and stuff. And it's these people and they're acting out something, but then there's, they're, they're not speaking. The narrator is speaking for them. Mm. It's, and it's all, it's like the one was like, um, like the, the woman was pregnant and, um, like she's going through like labor and like the, the guy that's next to her, I assume her husband or whatever, is like ignoring her, and like reading a book. And the narrator is like, and it really hurts. And he's not even paying attention, paying attention to me. He doesn't really think I'm going through labor. Oh God, man, it's so bad, so bad. We've we've banned YouTube in our house. So Have you really? You can't watch anything on YouTube. If I did that, I think I there'd be a lot of consequences. It's it's sort of like it it slipped its way in, and I thought, okay, as long as she's not watching those creepy Elsa Kate ones it'd be fine um so she found these um a couple of uh like gamer youtube gamer things where they play minecraft and stuff and the channels are aimed at kids they're not educational at all of course and they're not good but they don't swear and they don't talk like they never make sexual references or anything so it's like it's technically kid friendly even though it's still shitty they're like oh i'm gonna play a prank on my my girlfriend and fill our pool with Orbeez. Okay, I don't. It's not a prank. Okay. Anyway, I digress. Police suspect the drug trafficker who trained the cat are part of the same cartel that was caught using an eagle to smuggle drugs uh, in a suburb of Colombo, which is the capital of Sri Lanka, associated with the underworld crime boss Angoda Loka. Angoda Loka. Isn't that a new uh, menu item at Taco Bell? <laughs> oh, Taco Bell sounds good as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a lie. <laughs> I feel like this whole story is like a 1970s pitch in a Disney boardroom that they're like, nah, it's a little too gritty. It's like, no, the world's gritty right now. We're going to have a drug smuggling cat. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> and the people in the boardroom are like, okay, wait. 
hear me out. So what if it's not a cat, but what if it's a dog? And what if instead of smuggling drugs, he played basketball? <laughs> and that is how Airbud was made. <laughs> That's how Airbud was born. The most unbelievable part of the story is that they trained a cat. <laughs> cat's like fuck off, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, this was sent like months ago, and the cat finally decided to do it. So okay. not be- not because he was asked, because he felt like it. Right, he felt like doing it. Uh, sidebar: Loka died while in hiding from authorities er, in early July, and then a man thirty and a woman nineteen were arrested for illegally cremating him. And forging identity documents. Wow. So just all kinds of crime going on here. Yeah, lots of crime. I feel the like cat, this... the cat was not involved. No, the this cat is guilty by association. <laughs> <laughs> As punishment, they're just gonna send sentence him to thirty sprayings from a water bottle. <laughs> hey, I can tell you that does not deter. <laughs> the cat just looks directly at you while you're doing it. Like, fuck if yourself. I if I don't have the water bottle though, I can make a sound and the cat like runs yeah so you should just get, at least a bonus. just get an air horn and blow it at him every time they're doing <laughs> something wrong i don't think he'd care <laughs> uh so while there's no stipulation for animal arrest under sri lankan law police were hoping the cat could lead them to the smuggler's den they were hoping to turn him or yeah turn, turn him informant <laughs> look we can get you fish <laughs> right or at least lead him to the smuggler's litter box Indeed. Uh, Last week, police raided a farm owned by an associate of Loka and found an air rifle, bullets, and the eagle previously seen delivering drugs. (laughs) It's like an eagle drug Uber. He's making a cameo. (laughs) They're going to have a spinoff movie about the eagle. This will be a prequel. (laughs) Yes, better call eagle. Uh, prison authorities say they noted an increase in people trying to smuggle drugs, cell phones, and chargers into the prison in recent weeks, allegedly to sell them within the prison system. All right. And authorities say they are not searching for the narco cat. <laughs> Good luck finding it. You know, <laughs> He's going to end up at the morgue. <laughs> at the morgue. He was just under the bed the whole time. <laughs> under the prison, prison cot. Okay, I've seen Locked Up Abroad, and I assume a Sri Lankan prison does not have beds or rooms. I think they're all just shoved together. Have you ever seen that show? I have not. It is fucking nuts. So is it on the cable? Yeah, uh, I think it's on like National Geographic. I, I've seen yeah. it on Netflix. There you go. Um, there you go. Oh, well, Netflix. All right. Yeah. There's we a got new. The yeah, there's a new uh, season. But the guy that they had for the last season, I don't know if it's the same guy, but he's like. He has this kind of posh British accent, um, but he, he apparently was arrested and sent to prison for a crime he didn't commit. Ooh, like <laughs> the 18. Yeah. And then he's like, and we're going to the world's toughest prisons. And like they go and like the, the dude gets released to this prison in fucking Costa Rica or whatever. And like there's a guy with a machete out front. Not one of the guards. He's a prisoner. Just some guy. <laughs> just some guy. Just some prisoner. And like he has to like pay for a bed. And if he doesn't pay for a bed, he can't sleep or something it's crazy it's a good show i liked it interesting okay so here's a story that starts out funny and ends up sad not sad like oh someone killed a kitten but like oh jesus fucking right like why are we even still so a cake decorated with a penis on it showed up in the conference room uh, at the macomb county medical examiner's office recently well you know it's an office that deals with stiffs 
So that would be good. It's a local story. It is a local story. Yeah, it deals with stiffs. Unfortunately, um, the cake was decorated with a black penis. Oh. In like an offensive way. Mm. So not only was the cake offensive, says one investigator, but it highlighted a chronic problem at the morgue that has now cost three employees their jobs. So you can't even die without someone being racist. (laughs) Apparently. A formal complaint cited scandal involving allegations of all sorts, which include employees mocking African-Americans inquiring about loved ones' deaths, pornography in the office, uh, bullied women who complained, and bullied women uh, who complained, and now a penis cake, according to a formal complaint. The workplace dispute that is now with the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission... Uh, and three employees, female employees, rather, uh, with the medical examiner's office were fired for being part of a sexual discriminatory workplace, uh, but not for racism allegations uh, because they have not yet been substantiated. Oh, OK. So um... it sounded like a lot of the the racial issues were things like um, someone broke something. Someone's like, oh, was it a black guy who broke it? Or, oh, well, you know, you're never going to get anything done if it was a black person. Like that oh, kind of yeah. like blue collar mm. thing that you hear, oh, well, you know, reverse discrimination. Ugh. Well, the mocking African-Americans calling about their loved one's deaths. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come you on. Have some freaking. Uh. Right. Uh, a fourth employee is on paid administrative leave as investigators continue to question former employees about allegations involving racist and sexist behavior. And here's the worst part. Here's, I think I think this is the worst part about the story. This happened. It says the complainant says she endured as much as she could until the week of George Floyd's death when the cake arrived. So this happened the week of George Floyd's death. Uh, I'm sure it's connected. What the fuck? Like they saw everything going on. They were, we're going to do a big penis cake with big black dick on it blah, blah, blah. Right. and they say racism doesn't exist yeah <laughs> it's all over because obama right we had the black president we're good now uh, during the cake incident multiple employees complained but nothing happened and the leftovers of the cake remained in the office for at least four days in the conference room apparently there was also a balloon with a black penis drawn on it that was in the office for like four days as well <sighs> Why? What the fuck? You're at work. These are the same people that were like, oh, cancel culture is crazy. Like you, you make one mistake 20 years ago, and then you can't even act anymore. It's like, well, you're making mistakes You're just mistakes joking today. around. It's a black penis. I shouldn't lose my job. Right. Like, none of our employees are black, so it's not a problem. Uh, I mean, I so I saw a post recently on the Facebook. Uh-oh. Which basically said... I don't remember the exact wording, but it basically was like, all lives matter. And if you have to put a black or if you have to put a color in front of it, then you're racist. Mm. No. And I was I was like, "Okay, here we go. And you blocked. (laughs) So I I wrote a fifteen hundred word. Oh, you didn't respond to it. I had to. Oh, no. Like I said, I will fight you. You you think? (laughs) Yeah. Do you think you convinced him? Oh, absolutely not. But it was more that it needed to not go unchallenged. So here's the problem is you my my thing is like, I don't want it, I'll never convince. I, I would never th- believe that I could convince a racist person to no longer be racist 
or to rethink their ways or whatever. Um, but the fact that you're standing up for mm -hmm. that uh, in your Facebook community means more than just trying to convince somebody they're wrong, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, because this person I don't would be like, I'm not racist. Of like, course. You just posted a racist meme and you think racist things. But okay, cool. You're not racist. <laughs> I would never call so, a black guy an N-word to his face. Yeah. Just behind his back. Yeah. Ugh. In the comfort of my own home. Yeah. Under my Confederate flag duvet. You know, we have those, um, I have this app called Headliner, not a sponsor, that takes little snippets of each of our podcasts and put like just makes like a little video to put on Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm always afraid it's going to come up with something that we're saying like out of con completely out of context <laughs> like that like black penis <laughs> right right oh man but I, I, if, I find them fun when you send them to me i'm like ah, that's really good i like that, they're always it seems like they're always about food <laughs> <laughs> like we're always talking about food oh, well you should try it on this and see if it talks about a black penis cake oh ooh, oh yeah is that like a black forest chocolate cake i wonder did someone's family members make this cake or did they get it from walmart so no it sounded like whoever did the like i think they bought the sheet cake but they themselves drew the dick oh okay like apparently the person who complained uh the guy who brought the cake in or the lady who brought the cake in was like oh you know oh, do you see cake and you're like yeah did you do that and she's like yeah i i do that did you eat any of it and she's like no it's disgusting and you're disgusting. So <laughs> now here's stop. okay. Here's the thing: if if we didn't know about all the rest of the Rachel stuff that was happening in this office, I could think that maybe it was a coincidence that all that she had was chocolate frosting, right? And she put that on there. I can see that, hey, but but why are you putting a dick on a cake? Well, yeah, that's it, dick on a cake. First of all, a right? Dick on a cake. I mean, we all know about sexual harassment in the workplace, right? It's been a thing for quite some time you know and even if it wasn't intended to be racist the fact that you didn't realize that it could be really racist is part of the problem but it probably was racist but it definitely was we know racist in that you know reverse racism i lose my job to black people you try to cancel me for expressing my it's just my opinion i didn't have any pink frosting uh, this is the second Equal, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission complaint to be filed against the Macomb County morgue in recent years. Uh, another one alleging similar claims was filed in 2016 and is still pending. Oh, wow. It's still pending. fucking years to investigate this and you haven't figured it out. Here's an idea. Just fucking, just fire everybody. Yeah, clear it out. Clear it out. Start fresh. Those people can go find jobs somewhere else if they can get hired. <laughs> I mean... They have to work with dead people. That's how bad they are. And the dead people don't even like them. <laughs> so speaking of dead people, and <laughs> the dead people is sort of like, uh, you know, roundabout way. Police in northern Italy have identified a 50-year-old Austrian man. I almost said Australian, but I switched I almost to said I saw Austria. I was like, oh, we have another. Maybe he was on the. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Unrelated. Aus Austrian. It's like when, you, uh, when you're talking about like Canadians, like where are they from? Canada? No, no, no. They're from Canada. <laughs> it's like the Austrian. Austrian man who he broke three toes 
off of a statue at the uh, Gipsoteca Museum in Posano. Wow, my Italian's hey, rusty, and by rusty Pisano, I mean non-existent. Posano is that like bologna? Yeah, I, I think so. It's a Pisani. Yeah, in Pisani, as he posed for a selfie with the artwork. So uh, he broke statue. three toes off the statue. Yep. The statue is a 200-year-old plaster cast model of Antonio Canova's original statue, Palolina Bonaparte, which is housed in the Borghese Gallery in Rome. All so right. it's like a plaster model of the original statue. Okay, so it was uh wait, so he built the statue first and then he made a plaster model of it or he made a plaster model of what he wanted the statue to look like? I, I think he, he made a I think they cast the stat like so they they had the statue and then they did a plaster cast model of the statue afterwards. Got it. Okay, so where's I don't know where where would the original statue be? Just out somewhere? It's in Rome. Yeah, in, so the yeah, it's in a it's in a um gallery in Rome, the Borghese Gallery in Rome. No, no, I'm so saying the, I get it. I get where the the plaster cast is, but where is the actual statue? Does it still exist? No, no. The, yes, the actual statue is in the Borghese Gallery in Rome. So where's the plaster the, cast then? Plas, the plaster cast is in the Gipos fuck. The one in Passano. I was going to say Gipsoteca, but that sounded really insensitive somehow. <laughs> <laughs> We we don't pronounce Italian. We don't know. We should do the uh, the translation thing again. Oh yeah, we should. Maybe next week we can so, put that uh, in rotation. So this guy Canova was a revered sculptor who lived from 1757 to 1822, famous for his marvelous statues. Uh, the man whose name has not yet been released was caught on surveillance camera jumping onto the statue's base to get a picture when he inadvertently snapped its toes. Wow. So, I mean, he I, probably thought it was like a marble statue and then, you know, popped over and, oh, it's just friggin' plaster. Yeah. I'm, I'm very relieved to know this wasn't an American tourist. I, so as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, fucking Americans. It was us. We can't go anywhere. And it wasn't. It wasn't. It was you, an Austrian. You know why? Because we can't go anywhere. We're banned from those countries. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They're, they're probably loving it right now. No Americans anywhere. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ugh. Parisians are thrilled. Thrilled. The police told CNN that the man was with a group of eight Austrian tourists and broke away, so to speak, uh, Uh, to take a selfie of himself. He tiptoed away. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Take a selfie of himself, quote, as sprawled over the statue. Uh, According to investigators, there could be further damage to the base of the sculpture that the museum experts have to see to ascertain. (laughs) Do you know... That you have a certain voice that you Do use I? when you're doing certain accents, like Russian and Italian, <laughs> where you kind of uh, you, you kind of start talking like it's like The Godfather or something. No, The Godfather is more up here. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's, um, you know what I'm saying. I don't know. It's, it's be, funny to yeah. me. <laughs> well, there you go. The man who was identified thanks to coronavirus measures uh, m- mean that require all. Museum visitors to leave their personal information for eventual contact tracing. Yeah, so they all had to like leave their info in case they're like, "Oh no, there was a uh, some American was sneezing everywhere." Oh right, right. He wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> when police contacted a woman who signed in on behalf of herself and her husband, she burst into tears and admitted her husband was the toe breaker. Oh, uh, no. Husband, so she knows. <laughs> she, she knew. The husband, who was also upset, then confessed and repented for his 
uh, stupid move. I couldn't think of an Austrian accent. They're kind of like, they're like Southern German. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Austrian. Oh, yeah. I apologize for my stupid move. So here's the thing. If I'm in a museum mm-hmm. and I'm a dumbass, right? Let's say I'm a complete dumbass and I sit on a precious piece of artwork. I would tell someone, hey, listen, I fucked up, man. I broke off these toes <laughs> and I'm sorry. And I don't know what to do. Uh, well, a court is currently deciding whether to press charges. So you may have just uh, gotten yourself into some big old trouble. Well, they found him anyway. I, I wonder if they thought they would get away I think that I'm sure. Yeah, you know, oh, we'll just yeah. get out of there. No one will know it was us. Yeah. Well, surveillance well. cameras. Gotcha. <laughs> Coronavirus just, uh, got him. I mean, that's why when you go around, there's, most of the statues don't have penises. It's people trying to get selfies and they snap them right off. Snap them right off. Hey, listen, I, I got a Chloe with this one. I got a quick question. If America's so great, why did Italy get hit with this like hot spot of coronavirus? And now their uh, their museums and shit are open. <laughs> oh wait, it's because we're not we're great. Doing, we're doing, it's because we're doing more testing. No, we're doing more testing, that's and that's why. I... <laughs> you can't do that. No wait, okay. no, it's the testing. We're Look. doing. We're number one. Look at the sheet. Look at the sheet. Number one. We're we're number one over the world. What did he say? Like number one over the world, <laughs> or like we're below the world? And the interviewer was like, "Below the world." <laughs> oh, this poor motherfucker. Oh, man. man. Well, I, I can't believe this podcast is already coming to an end. <laughs> Only an hour and 21 minutes in. We should, we ah, should. That's a short one in comparison. In comparison, yeah, yeah. What did we learn today? So we learned that um, Delta will turn this plane around. If uh, you we also learned. If you don't if... start. What, yeah, are they, what, gonna... what do parents? I don't know what's. I, I'm a parent. I don't know what parents say. Don't make me come back there. <laughs> I will turn this plane around. Did you use the bathroom before we left? I mean, both of us have one kid, so there's not the fighting in the car. Oh, that's true. I think that's our problem. So, uh, we learned that if Jeff snapped off someone's toes, uh, he probably would confess to it, and he'd be in an Italian jail right now. I probably would. We're going to go to one of the worst jails in Italia. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, if you don't buy tiramisu, you might as well not go to prison at all or something uh, that that was better in my brain <laughs> we learned that the Macomb County morgue is full of sexist racist assholes so fuck okay. but they're not getting any deader uh, and we learned that uh, don't you know, put too much coke on the plane because it won't be able to take off and finally we learned that a drug smuggling cat didn't make it as a Disney movie, but he's making it in a Sri Lankan prison. So, and he still doesn't get fuck. And he doesn't get any tiramisu. <laughs> so it's been an hour and twenty-two minutes. So we here at the Hour Podcast understand that your time is valuable. Do we? No. Okay. I I can't even say the word valuable correctly. I said valuable. It's valuable. valuable. It's like valuable. people say like jewelry instead of jewelry. Anyway, so I've, I've I'm already digressing. Been, <laughs> I've off, I've often been criticized for the way I say things, you? the way I pronounce words. No, not you. Uh, and I was listening to a different podcast, and they were talking about how he and his, I think his 
wife grew up in like the South and they don't have Southern accents, but they noticed that when trying not to do a Southern accent, they emphasize the opposite part of the word because Southern often emphasize the first part of the word. So then they emphasize the second part of the word. Interesting. And that's something that I think the things that people make fun of me that I say, I, I emphasize the second part of the word possibly. I don't know. I haven't done a lot of research. Anyway. I'll think about all the ways I've made fun of you in the past. I'll let you know. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. So we were already off topic. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing. We understand the the hour podcast is supposed to be an hour, and we've been running very long lately. Very Um, long. But we've recently discovered that, I don't know on the podcast app, but at least on the uh, Spotify. I know on, on Apple's podcast app you, you can do this you could do like one and a half times right yeah yeah a, a few times i've accidentally done it and i don't know how i've done it and suddenly i'm like why is everything going so fast oh yeah because i think we kind of talk fast i i think we do like in general just because we're from michigan or whatever yeah well um, we, we got a lot to say yeah but that that will will offer that as a solution for you if you think oh my time you know i only have an hour to listen to this hour and a half long podcast well put it on 1.5 times and if we're like uh, last week's episode where we went for two hours you just put it on two times put it on two times and then it would sound sure it'd be easy to understand it would sound something like this so anyway that's what that sounds like we're like alvin and the chipmunk <laughs> which one am i uh alvin obviously so which one's hootie and which one is the blowfish You, you see what I did there? Alvin and the Chipmunk, because there's not more than one of us. It's Alvin and the Chipmunk. It's your Alvin. Right. I'm the monk. Ah, uh, gotcha. And then we've got our... So you're, so you're Tony Shalhoub. What? Monk. Monk! Oh, I get it. I thought you were talking about like the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. Wrap this thing up. We just I just had to explain a joke. It's over. It's over!